All right, welcome to the FTV podcast. Today we got new guest uh, JC and my co-host Bego Beats. How's everybody doing today? What's up? Welcome, 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 welcome to another podcast. Doing Hell great, yeah. You know, just sitting here with a fever, like hundred and one, feeling like bag of dicks, but I'm moving through it, man. We're getting, we're getting there. How about you, Juan? What you up I'm to? Doing well. How have you been? It's my day off. I'm just chilling, you know, making music like I do on a daily. JC, you got anything in the whips right now or anything you're working on? I'm working on my project. I'm working on a project. Basically, it's going to be a collective of uh, music that I have with uh, up and coming artists locally. And I'm just throw it on a on a project and put it all together. Hell yeah. People you recording over at the at Joe Crib? Are you, are you- uh, no, they're they're recording it on their own. I'm I'm making the beats for it, and I'm I'm putting it all together. I like that. That's awesome. It's gonna man. be like a like. Are you are you rapping on any of them or uh, no? <laughs> um. No. Yeah, I'm making like a trap soul like R and B kind of vibe project. Ooh, fire! I'm excited to hear that for sure. Appreciate a little bit of a little bit of backstory yeah, on gotta, JC. Hit me up with that. A little bit of backstory on JC. I remember uh, when I first started at SAE, uh, this dude pulled up. And uh, do you want to even tell, like, what what had you originally signed up for the school for? Because I remember you weren't there to make beats. Well, yeah, well, it was kind of like rushed, like in a way, in a sense, because um, I guess there was like a deadline and I went to like orientation and the deadline was like in a couple of days. So I had to like register. So I didn't even have time to think about it. I literally went to visit and then uh, that one lady took me around, gave me a tour and I signed up that day. I'm like, all right, I'm going to just go all in. Did you tour with Brenda or Linda? Uh, I think her name was Linda. Oh, fuck Linda. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just I just went for it. I didn't even <laughs> put no thought into it and just applied. Hell yeah. No, that sounds dope. That's a that was cool, man. No, it was dope to see you uh, in there. Just like, all right, I want to do music. I don't even know exactly what lane I'm gonna land in yet, but I know I'll, I'll land somewhere in these in these aisles or whatever, you know. Yeah, and then once I got into it, like I just like noticed like I was around like-minded people, so I was like, all right, this is gonna work because you know I'm around people that have the same goal as me and you know love music the way I do. So it's like, man, just being there was inspiring. Yeah, very. 100%. And then, yeah, man, just the, the first time in a, in our music theory class, uh, we had a beat production project. I remember everybody, I've told this story a couple of times, but uh, I don't know if I have on the hey, podcast. What does beat production mean? No, music theory. Oh, okay. okay. We had our music, uh, music theory class. Did I say deep production? Yeah. You said I, something along the lines of deep production, and I, I didn't know production was like, Oh, like beat production. Oh, production. Oh, no, no, no. It was like, it was music theory, and it was oh, our first beat, beat, production. beat production project. Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was oh, a music theory. It was okay, the okay, first okay. project. I, they... I was confused, too. I thought you said deep production. No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Milo, I don't think I was in that class. <laughs> oh. Well, shit, man. I remember you put out... Let me compliment you. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Uh, I remember this guy. He put out like you know everybody's beat played and it was my first time making a beat it was a bunch of people's first time making beats i know what you're gonna say i remember that day everybody's just all right 
Everyone tells me about that day. Everybody says, all right, bro. And that and that's what we all knew, bro. That's what we all knew. Because then one, this dude's JC's beat comes at the very end. And everybody just started tripping. We were like, holy shit, this one actually goes. Like, it sounds like an actual type. Like, you know, this shit's hard. Yeah, so I remember that class that – appreciate you, Milo. I remember that class that day we had to um, kind of reconst- reconstruct the beat and kind of like remake it, covers for it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, everyone was just remaking it. We all did Runaway or whatever. Run, yeah, by uh, everyone. Yeah, everyone was doing Kanye West, uh, Runaway. I think I still have the beat actually. Um, I you should did, send that to me later. Uh, what's that song called? Yeah, send it to me too. I want to hear. I think this. it was no one. It was the first, but no, I remember. I totally thought you were a producer after hearing that. Yeah, I remember it was going no and one. talking to you. I remember. What What was the song? No one by Alicia Keys. I remember that's right. That's right. I was gonna say I knew it was some like pop. Yeah, yeah. Was... I made it like exactly the same, but like I added like pads in the background and like really like kind of just put my own my own sauce to it. it yeah, was it was hard, bro. No, that shit went crazy, and I remember like as soon as I heard that, I was like, was oh, that was that your first time? That wasn't my first time making beats. It was, it was my your first time, time making a beat on Logic. It was yeah. It was my first time making a beat on Logic, and. Yeah, I, I just remember, like, I played it and, like, everyone jumped out there. Like, some people. Yeah, were, bro, we was all tripping. I'm like, that felt good. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Because, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember we was all thinking, oh, this dude's, like, a producer, producer. And we go talk to you. And you're like, nah, it's the first beat I made on Logic. Like, yeah, because uh, I, I was quiet at first, you know, just, you know, to myself. And then. Yeah, like, exactly. That's that what really broke you out of your shell, though. Yeah, opened up. And it's like, uh, I we just, I mean, really, like. Me, it was me, Milo, Mario, well, Lil Loke, and Bari, and I don't know. Both if I'm guests that we've already had on the podcast. I like that. Yeah, we we all clicked right away. Like, yeah, bro, right that away. was the little squad. That was a little squad. We had a what? It was, you know, Austin would be popping in and out. Fancy, yeah. bunch yeah. of homies. There, who, there was others, but uh, yeah, we, not. A- we, we ended up like um, getting the same classes too. The like the following year, and then. Yeah, we got along very well. Yeah, man, it was cool. It's been cool to see everybody's journey really like starting oh, really far, like go far, you know, in terms of even I, you know, I had a couple of years or whatever in the music when I first started. I think I was like two years, two and a half years in the music when I first started over there. And now, you know, it's a whole nother level, a whole different game yeah. from I where I was at. You know, I like the. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah it's on, on all levels. You and, and Mario and Bari, you know, just putting in the groundwork, you know? Yeah, man. I, yeah, I remember I still have the video of me, you, and Mario in the studio. I think, like, it was, like, his first song being recorded. Or it was of both first y'all first time getting in the studio. I was just messing around on the mic, but... Hey, yeah. but it was, you were still up in there. What song was that? I, It was... Uh, it's one that we don't have. No, that's a lost file, bro. That one I've I've looked he has, he has so that hard on YouTube. It's the one with the Kodak Black uh, beat. Yeah, um, you don't have it anymore. Wait, you mean the one that Mario posted? No, that was facts. The one okay, Mario yeah, did that, was facts. That's that's what the beat that we were recording on that day. No, you, you know what? The first one, the first one wasn't facts. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, I remember. I'm talking about the first track that you did. The first oh, track that you yeah. got on. Regardless of what Mario did, you know, the first track that you got on, I remember hearing you rapping on the mic, freestyling, you were spitting some bars. Uh, yeah. 
I got a, I got a, uh, all I have left of that whole song is like a little Snapchat recording of your verse. Oh yeah. I remember you, you mentioned my name and I, I Snapchat oh, yeah. like recorded and saved yeah. that. And the rest of the fucking files are all gone. Damn. Good times, man. Man. Bro. It's uh it's been fun though, man. You guys are both like some fun, of my favorite man. some you guys are both definitely some of my favorite producers right now in terms of, you know, up and coming homies that are making beats. Like you guys are going crazy with it for sure. Appreciate you. I, I'm trying to hear Appreciate some of Diego's beats, man. Uh yeah, I'll send you, I'll send you some. I'll, I'll show you what I got. You gotta send me some shit back. Yeah, I got I you. Hear it. I wanna I wanna see. Oh yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, with me, I actually, I started during quarantine. Um, so what happened was uh, I, I kind of, I was like kind of lost and I was like, I don't know what I want to start doing. Like I, I was an entrepreneur, but I was, I was not in a hustle that moment. And then I kind of just figured out I wanted to do music because I like, I like how it makes people feel long story short. Like I get into it, but like I know. for the most part, it's really just, yeah, it's like, cause music's therapeutic, you know, that's the reason, that's the reason why I make it. So all my shit's got to have some type of feeling behind it. Exactly. how. Let's I touch on that after. Let's touch on that after. Yeah. Keep on with your story. But yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then all of a sudden I like, you know, I just decided I wanted to just start making beats and I met Milo a month in and he was fucking with my beats a little bit and I was just starting to learn how to use FL learned music theory that was like the first day of making beats because i realized i couldn't make jack shit without it like especially with what i wanted to do so i learned a little bit of music theory took some notes and then just started kind of just going from there and i've been doing it pretty much every day for the past year and three months that's good man but that's good yeah and um what's up i understand what what you say about how you like to make people feel because i i think about it the same way like when you make something and you like that feeling of Milo's story when people were like jumping and like hella juiced about it. I, I know that like that feeling was great. And like, I, I chase that feeling all the time. It's like when I have someone just listen to my music and then they're just vibing to it. They feel good. It just changes their mood. Like yeah. that. I don't know that that's yeah. an addictive. It's, it makes shit like it makes people not feel like they're alone in the, you know, in the more sad stuff and the stuff that's more real and raw. And the stuff that's maybe more hype, you know, it gets people amped up. It gets people going at a party. You know, like I was at a party last night and somehow there was a party on fucking Monday. But hey, we take those. And I was over there and all the music was not hitting. Yeah, (laughs) no, but all the music was just not hitting like like it wasn't amping anybody up. And on top of that, everyone was also just kind of chilling, not really doing jack shit, except me and my boy, Josh, another friend that I have that's getting into producing, too. But um, but yeah, like I, I feel like the, the music can really influence people like a lot, whether it's good or bad music, too. If it's yeah, not like, the right time to hear it, then it's not going to hit the same. Right. Exactly. And I mean, you, you think about it like that in the terms of, you know, the way that you react to music. And it's like, man, the amount of emotion that I've been given through music, if I can give that to somebody else. In and of that, like in and of itself, that feels so rewarding, you know, like just the idea of mm-hmm. creating that much emotion for people, whether yeah. in whatever it, way, you know, like whether feeling good, whether yep. feeling sad, thinking about something, it's like, even if you can make somebody sad, I think that in and of itself is an accomplishment. If you can make a song that really makes somebody sad. Yeah. It brings out, emotions. It, makes people yeah, mad. it brings out the emotions on people. Yeah. Well, like you said, man, if you can make somebody feel like exactly, blank, exactly that, you know, it's just that, yep. So like if you're feeling sad or down and, and then you make that type of music, it's like 
it's going to bring out those emotions. And like once those emotions are out and you feel with the music, it, it's therapeutic afterwards. And same thing, like how we were exactly. talking about. It'll bring you back to that. You happy. Or like, yeah. Like music creates yeah. memories, you know, it, it, it makes you feel that. And that that's really why I love making music is because I do that for people. And also too, for the artists, uh, you help them and enhance them, explain how they feel. And you're a part of that. You know, and that, I feel like that's exactly. very important. Yeah. You get to help people we follow their vision, just like basically what our brand's built on, too. Yeah, we play it's a bit really role. just following and that vision. We are underrated and unappreciated. For real, producers, yeah, producers do not get the, the love that they deserve, to be honest. As, like, as like, an engineer, like, I will. Like, there's so uh, many producers that, that are just slept on. Uh, engineers, even yeah, worse. engineers as well. No, I'll, I'll co sign just yeah. saying that, I mean, engineers. I'm not even talking about that. I'm not even looking for that. I'm saying I'm co-signing on the fact that producers are slept on, man. People think that YouTube is enough nowadays. It's not, man. You need to get yourself a producer. It's so much of a difference. The artists that I work with who have a a YouTube producer who's their favorite, and yeah. then they're just downloading free YouTube beats every day, or the artists that actually go to their, you know, their in-house, quote-unquote, in-house producers, and will go and sit and work with them on a new beat and then make something it's like those are the best artists yeah. you know it doesn't matter even your lyrical quality your just production value is going to go up that much more when you sit and work on it with somebody else and they're designing it around your vision it's going to help you follow the vision more you know yeah music is collaborative exactly, exactly bro that's the biggest thing is yeah. music is collaborative and, and the thing is skipping yeah. out on that from for exactly freebies that's not the way to I, do it i think i think also yeah I think uh, I think producers are also like really underpaid too. I feel like the beats that people are making, especially nowadays, like I don't know. I think my beats are fire as fuck, and I can imagine a lot of people hopping on them. But people are just not willing to even put forth the money and really invest in themselves to get a producer to make a custom beat for them or to like really make a beat around them in a sense. You know, like people don't really put in the effort unless you have the clout, unless you have something backing you, but. Like the crazy part is, is, is like a lot of that backing is from networking. It's not even from how good exactly. you are. Yeah. And that's it's the crazy. So it's like, yeah, they, it really, people will pay more because you network more. It's and crazy. like, it's, it's it. really, you're right. It's all who, you know, and who you're around. People are going to pay more if you're around mm -hmm. A-list artists uh, for a beat. Even if another art producer is more talented than you, he'll still end up getting more money because he has more clout and he has a better network and, that's how it that's just how it is no that is exactly how it is and, and what's I mean, crazy is the yeah the, the go ahead i was just gonna say i mean you gotta also think about the fact like uh, artists are also in that same boat though too you know everybody in because i was gonna say you know engineers are in the same boat but then i realized you know everybody in the music industry if you're a manager if you're a it doesn't matter who you are if you're around a-listers if you're around the quote-unquote elites of the you know celebrities you're gonna be valued at a higher price that being said i'm sure that those elites and you know those celebrities who are causing that realize that you know or most of them do have the recognition of oh okay you know i gotta surround myself with people who are worth what i'm worth or you know whatever i, I don't know that's not a not a world that i'm yeah. too familiar with but no, that, no, that's true. And what's crazy too, to, to branch off what Juan was saying, like they, they pay for your network, but the producer's network doesn't even fucking matter. 
like to an artist, it doesn't really matter. I mean, unless they're going to get them connections with some type of label or some type of engineer, maybe, but like artists, you know, even another artist, even if I have the network, even though, even if I'm like, say like close to like, I don't know, like Drake or fucking future, just because I'm close to Drake or whatever. And I get your foot in the door. doesn't mean you're not going to pay the exact same price that anyone else is going to pay okay. in order to get that person on the song, you know, cause you're the producer network doesn't really, I don't think it really matters. Like I'm also speaking from a place where I don't have that network to really like really say something that's hundred percent true, but it doesn't really appear like the producer's network would, it would actually matter a lot to an artist. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I, like, what about you Juan? Like, what do, you, what do you think about that? Um, well, I I just think that the network does matter just because um, how you're okay. how, how so, you're perceived. How so, so um, for example, like like you said, like if there is a producer that's near Drake, for example, or near a list artist, you just the way they're perceived and like it's clout basically, clout would equal yeah. like you'll get more money basically if you have clout let like, me say this one i hate yeah. i i totally recognize and understand this idea but nonetheless when i saw you working with sada baby i went oh shit this dude's going up <laughs> like yeah and that wasn't even it had nothing to do with uh music i was doing a, a video uh like a kind of like a blogging yeah uh, the, for, yeah for you the recently... artist that got the Sada Baby feature, so I was in there like filming and stuff. Okay. But yeah, and that was that, uh, that was at the grill, right? That was at the shop in Shop, Richmond. yeah. And do you? That's the spot that you do intern at as a producer, though, correct? Uh, yeah, I go, did? I go there and I I record I record there with my friend. Yeah, hell yeah, all the that's time, fire, dude. Yeah. I, man, I, I just lost my license, but I was really planning on getting one of those jobs, dude. It's a it's fun working in a studio, man, for sure. And that being yeah, said, you know, I record there with my friend all the time, and it's just it's a great vibe, great place. Yeah, man, I haven't made it out to the uh, to the shop yet. I let me know next time you got a session or like next uh, next uh, session that you schedule or whatever. Like when I go rec uh, record with my friend, I'll let you know, and we can just go. And maybe you can record him. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! I'd be happy to you know pull up, do some free engineering for you, show some love. It's been a minute since I've seen you anyways, man. And on top of that, too, um, I've been bringing up to the homies this idea that you brought up of getting all the SAE homies together. And I'm going I'm to include Diego in on that one, too, because any any music shit I get the invite on, I'm going to throw this dude in with the FTV shit, bro. He's, he's my dude on this stuff. Yeah, we all should do a session together. Appreciate that, and you too. Oh, yeah, bro. It's a family. We, we really grow in a network out here in a fucking community, man. It's not even a network. It's a community at this point. Perfect. And yeah, man, but not just getting everybody in on a, a studio session, bro. That would be so fucking cool. Yeah. Like getting like a four hour studio session with everybody to pull up. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. Like that, even if we can't get everybody there, like just getting, getting the invite out on, on all the SAE homies, all the, everybody who's, you know, steady pulling up to the studios and, and shit. To catch up. Exactly, man. Yeah. Just kick it. Work on some music, hang out. I would be a, you know, that's one of the best parts about music. I, I think that a lot of people forget about it. It's just that, like, like, dude, I got into music for the fact of like, oh, okay, this is what my friends wanted to do. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm bored at home. And somebody hit me up asking if they can come record. I guess I'll let them, you know, they saw that I was recording the other day. 
I guess I'll let them come record. And, you know, kind of just kept on going from there. And it's like through that, I've just like, you know, and that's when I started really like, you know, diving into it. But like the amount of people that I've met through music that I've become close friends with, both of you guys included, you know, like it's awesome, man. I, I almost all of my friends or people that I care about at this point, deeply, at least, you know, they a lot of them are involved in music heavily. And it's it's fun to have that. Like I said, you know, that community. Yeah, you gravitate towards people that like the same thing as you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you have fun making music and then you go and have fun just hanging out. Yeah. And that's such a cool, cool thing to be able to meet people through that. I too. have a question for you. Well, I already know Milo yeah, likes to use Logic, but what do you like to use, Diego? I use FL. FL, FL gang, for real. I use FL native, yep. Or what about you? I use FL as well. Oh, yeah. What, what year? Uh, the version is I FL twenty. Yeah, yeah. FL twenty, yeah. For sure. I use FL twelve. I might switch to twenty soon though. Yeah, I never used twelve. <laughs> I got into it it's when I right. was I think already out. Yeah, I just had a version of 12, 20, so. 19, 2018. Yeah. So. so when did you actually start producing? Well, I I I started like in. 2018 i just felt a fat earthquake <laughs> that was trippy i started like in uh 2020 <laughs> sorry guys that was oh shit yeah that was really crazy hold on my bad that was i i hate to cut y'all off that just my Earth whole house away. just shook i'm yeah. on the third floor bro this is a i feel it a lot more up here okay we're good now? yeah we're, we're good sorry about that continue continue okay, Milo? <laughs> Did you yeah, want me I'm to start right. out there? Yeah, I'm all right. Nah, I, don't but, need, uh, I don't need the hell I started in uh I started in 2018. Uh I with my friend, we just were messing around and uh start, started making beats, but I didn't really take it serious um until I'd say 2020, the beginning of 2020, I took it real serious and I started like making beats every single day. So, I'm kind of new to it. I'm not yeah kind of new to it you know well you're, you're not new but you're not like old head either yeah no <laughs> like you got you got a, you got some ground in it for sure that's sick though i'll say this we're all new i, I want to hear about the shit, most dude. time in it and we're all new yeah, i could show you yeah hell yeah i'm excited I'm, I'm gonna send you my email after this for sure so what kind of beats do you be making so i mean honestly bro like you could even ask milo i make literally everything i just kind of like i don't know dude like i wake up and i'm like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna make something that feels like this or all right i'm just gonna like play some play the drums or play the fucking little drum machine i have my midi and figure something out or i'll just lay out chords and i kind of just go with it that being said you know i will I mean? say like you do i got a lot of high energy you do a lot of high energy whatever genre that may land in I say, yeah, I like, cause I don't know. I, I'm just, my, my energy is very vibrant. I feel like, especially no, when I'm feeling good. So like when I'm, when I'm making beats, yeah. Like I, my beats fit my personality. I like, I, even if I make sad stuff, it still can be pretty high energy. I'd say. Yeah. But just generally like beats with some energy beats with some feeling. Um, I've been making like boom bap, you know, where I'll, I'll make a lot of trap music. I like to just do different shit. Like I like to find weird sounds and make them work. You feel me? Yeah, you get originality from that. Yeah, he's definitely Diego's definitely an experimentalist, yeah. man. He's he's definitely original with it. Oh yeah. What about you? What, what kind of beats uh, you make? Same thing. Trap, and then I dabble into like uh, Latin music too, and then. Oh hell yeah! My brother's also a producer. He makes Latin That's music. Dope. 
And then Diego, uh, you've made a couple Latin trap. Bro, you yeah. guys got to collab yeah. on some Latin trap, shit. And then uh, R and B trap soul. That's like yeah, yeah, that's like did. my favorite to make. Is that R and B trap soul like like Drake or Black Bright Tiller oh, that yeah. type of music? Fine. I like Drake. I like making it like like that Drake that Drake sound. Yeah. Fuck with yeah, that. I'm doing like cutting cutting the sample rate and shit. Yeah, exactly. Man, I want to hear some of your new stuff, one for yeah. sure. Oh, I'll send them to your way. Hell yeah. Mm. So what have you guys been up and to? I've been, uh, doing a, I've been doing the Kenny Beats. What's up? Oh yeah. No, no, no. Oh, keep, keep up. I'm, I gotta, I gotta mute myself. I'm recording a podcast. It's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't like the sparkling water. <laughs> sober seltzer, man. <laughs> my dad just walked in my room, tried to hand me a sober seltzer. I'm like, dude, are you kidding? <laughs> I already got a drink anyway. I got my yerba mate. Nice. Oh no, I don't have one anymore. I need some yerb in here. That's been one of my favorite songs. But um, no, I was gonna say, uh, what's been helping me recently, uh, JC, is uh, I've been doing the Kenny Beats beat battles like probably every every Monday for the past like two or three right. months now, and it basically kind of forces you to make do with whatever sample you get and make a beat within like an hour. I generally make like a lot of my best shit then because I'm just so under pressure. You know, like you're constantly so moving, especially if you want to make something that's mixed right. How does that work, his battles? So basically, they, they give you a video, right? And then they pull the audio out the video. And you got to do something with that audio. And you have an hour, basically. You can make whatever you want. You can make EDM. You can make house. Normally, they're just like rap beats, boom bap, kind of like vibey shit. Are you recording um, the, I don't know. the I, progress while you're making it? Am I recording the Are process? You... Not yet, but I plan on it. Gotcha. Not yet, not yet, but I, I definitely plan on it. I have a lot of shit on my plate right now, but I really want to like start making videos about it and shit because like the the amount of struggle that I go through, like whenever I'm making beats, is just I feel like it can be really relatable. Sometimes you come up with fucking crap. Sometimes you come up with some awesome shit, but it really oh, teaches yeah. you to like double check everything, you know, with like a limited span of time. So it kind of it, it makes your beat making like a lot more like clean, you know, and it comes out a lot quicker. Yeah. Like the, the workflow, you kind of have to optimize it. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. Like when I'm when I'm on the roll and I start making beats and I start pushing them out, I get like, I don't know, beat block or whatever. Like I can't make anything anymore. So I take a break. Usually what I do is I take like a couple of days and I, I like that just like go out like on a hike or just do something different. And then I come back to it and it just it, it helps me. It come, I could come back to it and, and make beats again. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I feel that, dude. I feel you on that for sure. Or I listen to other. I, music. I actually just recently lost my license, so I can't really. I haven't been able to do that as much. But I like. I'll try and go outside, sit outside for a minute, watch a TV show, some shit like that. Just do something different, you know. Yeah, just get some Shake inspiration. My mind out of it. Switching up the routine. Yeah. Getting something, some inspiration yep. from somewhere exactly else. No. Okay, JC, I got a question for you. All right. Sure. So, um, how do you approach networking when you're when you're getting more artists to hop on your stuff? Because I have a lot of beats. Don't have a lot of artists yet, but I plan on it. You know, now that COVID's kind of ending, I also didn't really have the connections to really be doing that. I've been going on Clubhouse a lot and trying to find artists, trying to find people to send beats to, but uh, really just like any advice on networking, like from your your time producing. Yeah. So what's what's helped me so you a lot? Wish you would have known. No. Yeah. What's helped me a lot is, you know, people always try to make beats for, you know, the big artists, but I've the way I network, I work with the people on the side of me. 
um, that are coming up with me. And it's easier like that because you built the relationship with that artist and you guys are growing together. And that way, I mean, I send my beats out all the time to the same people, but for networking, yeah, just, mm-hmm. I, I work with the people that, um, I've worked with from the beginning and I just keep working with them, but, and they give me a referral like, Hey, I know this uh, artist that needs beats and I go ahead and do that. And it just works like a link and the word to just, mouth. That tree grows. That right. tree really does grow, man. And that's, that's really I, exactly where it is for me too. I'll just say make that. sure like I give out quality beats. So, you know, people can give me another word to mouth referral and be like, Hey, this guy's good. This guy's good. He got fire beats and it works like that. And, or I could do online too online like dming an artist if they need beats i always just i send a dm too saying if they ever need beats to let me know that works sometimes um and then having a relationship with engineers that is underrated as hell because engineers record artists yeah. all the time and the artist always asks the engineer to pull up some beats so i feel like having a relationship with engineers is key man that whole relationship is underrated bro uh-huh. as an engineer I, this is one of the first things that Diego and I, you know, when I first met him, I told him, I was like, Hey, you know, like I offered him what I offer basically all of my producer homies, um, which I don't know if you've sent me any recently one, but, uh, you know, any, any producers that I work with who want to just send me beats, you know, I play those for my artists, you know, Diego, I don't think you've sold any of those specific beats, but I definitely, you've gotten artists that'll like, that have at least hit you up off of me showing them those beats yeah and i know that for a fact yeah so that's like you know that's a great as an engineer that's a great asset you know like for me i don't produce or i'm not too confident in my production skills and so one way, thing i want oh sorry to cut you off oh uh, let me yeah, just to finish i'd way rather uh you know have beats available whether or not i can make them so okay you know what i can't make them i mean I, i'm more than happy to admit that so I'm going to go to the next best thing and go, okay, I've got a bunch of homies who make beats that are all fuck, like fucking dope. And I can get them business while promoting it. So why not have those beats for sale? You know? So I asked my exactly. producers for the price of their beat. I'll, sh- you know, put that all in a folder, put the, the price and the name of the producer on it and, you know, have all the names of the beats in the folder with all the tracks or whatever and sit and go, Hey, you know, this is all the beats. If, if they want to buy one of those beats, they can buy it right there and then, and then mm-hmm. we can record it right there and then, and I'll just send you your 50 yep. bucks, your hundred bucks, whatever you're charging for a beat. And you know, then it, then it works for both of us. Cause then I'm booking an extra hour to record that song and you're getting 50 bucks or a hundred bucks, however much you're charging for your beat, mm-hmm. which yeah, man, that is a, a truly underrated relationship for sure. What yeah, was no, that's, that's dope. And thank you for doing that, especially so early. Oh yeah, man, a hundred percent. No, that was a. Uh, I, I thought it was really interesting because you were the first artist that I've ever met. The, especially an or like more so an early artist that I met who was just like, nah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna look more into you first. But like, you, you're a little hesitant, which mm-hmm. I thought was, you know, I, is smart. Which I was like, okay, this is good. You know, he's, he's being cautious. You know, there's no reason for him to just jump and throw me all this shit. I know that there, you know, there is a reason yeah. why he would want to throw throw me some beats so I could show him around, but off of one conversation that's a hard hard sell you know and a lot of people are easily yeah. trusting so that's the thing is finding those good relationships and the people who aren't going to fuck you over but yeah yeah man no 100 percent. going with uh, jc people. you were going to say something oh no yeah no, I'm, just to go on topic with that 
Uh, also, too, like if you're a producer, you should also learn how to engineer yourself because you get into those rooms with those artists. You know, like if you're recording an artist and they say to pull up some beats, you could just pull up your own beat. You know what I mean? And it's like I feel like a producer that knows how to engineer has a big advantage in terms of networking, getting placements, all that good stuff. That, yeah, you have yep. a bigger That's advantage over how to engineer. For, in <laughs> terms of ability. 100%. No, I'd way rather be able to pull up my own beats, which, you know, like I said, I, I'm i sure if I put in the time... I think you can eventually, though, dude. That's the thing. is like yeah. I know for a fact if I put in the time, I could get good at it. But I have this mental block where I'm like, oh, I spend too much time, like, you know, any time that I want to spend doing creative shit, if I'm not... Like, if I'm sitting working on beats, trying to learn how to make beats, I just feel like I should be mixing, even if I don't have any, like, outgoing mixes. It's just kind of this like constant yep. mental battle of like, okay, I, I don't need to be doing this one. Cre- like I can't expand my creative aspects to a lot more than this. And that's an annoying, like that's something that I'm really trying to break for sure. I don't know exactly where that started, but it's frustrating sometimes for sure, man. It feels like I'm trapped in this box of it where I'm like, I feel like I'm, I know I'm not just an engineer, you know, I've definitely done vocals. I have produced beats that come out as a beat. Nobody's rapped on them, but you know, like I, so it's like, I have the ability, but it's just trying to break myself out of that, that mental box where I know I'm able to feel as free to create when I am creating, you know, like the feeling. Yeah. I mean, you could just picture it like you you could picture it as something you just do for fun. You know, if you have mixing, you got to do, then go do the mix. But like, if you don't necessarily have anything like specific or you're in a creative block and you need to shift your creativity towards something else, then that's a good time to learn how to make beats. You know, like you could just fuck around and like just put a couple drums together and have fun. But, and man, I wish it like, that's so much easier to say than to do. Cause that's the way that I say it. Like, you know, that's the way that I wish I could look at it, but, and, and you've watched, you know, that's the way I look at vocals. But when I sit and try to write vocals, I'll sit and, you know, I'll, I'll sit and freeze up because I don't know what, to write or I'm not confident enough in it because I, you know, but I, I need to give myself that creative freedom and I'm well aware of it after the fact or even during the fact of it, but I it's think, hard to break through that, that moment. Yeah. But I think that rea- like, like seriously, like what I noticed is the times that I can't write my own vocals. Cause you know, I, I rap too. I, you know, I, I have a couple songs I want to release and shit, but um, I have some other stuff out too. I noticed that the more you put yourself in that situation where you freeze up, the better. Because when you sit there and if I sit there and like every day for the like the next couple of days, I at least sit on my computer and try to make a beat. You're just like the more you're in that situation, the more you learn how to cope with it, the more you learn how to at least make something, you know, like with that, with any creative block. I feel like you at least have to force yourself to go into that scenario, even if you feel like you can't make anything, because then like the more times you sit down and write a rap, you know, the more lyrics you're going to end up coming up with. Even if you're not feeling it, you're still going to come up with lyrics for it. Yeah, man. That's something and then you look at them later. You could change them around, and then they might just hit. I do need to work on that. That that really is a good way of looking at it. Consistency, and, dude. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, that's that's so how same thing I with all your mixing, mixing shit. You know, just like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah man. No, that is a. That hey, is well, true, I think but... this is this is a this is a great time. Uh, there was actually a article that was posted three minutes ago, and guess what? It's about Milo. Guess what it's about? It's the Florida Man segment. 
the Florida Man segment. <laughs> Juan, I don't know if you're hey, familiar. I, I you're got welcome. a question welcome. for everyone out there that's from Florida. What the hell be going on over there? <laughs> oh, man, I could tell you what's going on over there right now. Um, there was an article posted three minutes ago <laughs> saying that a Florida man tried to hire a hitman to murder his ex-girlfriend and then pin her death on Black Lives Matter. Whoa, that's fucked up. Crazy. That is fucked up, dude. That's hella fucked up, bro. So, wait. So was he hella he racist? Found, he believes. I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't know these people. Nah, he's that's hella racist. Dude, that's some if shit. You don't know this him, was literally posted racist. July thirteenth. That's just fucked yeah, up. Yeah, July thirteenth, twenty twenty one, dude. That's fucking crazy, dude. Man, so hold on, let me tell you some details about it before we go on. Wait, why? <laughs> I don't know. It's not a fucking, not as urgent of a matter. I feel Fuck like you. you know. Okay. I, dude, I I, uh, but, um, I got a cat. So I treat her nice. Let me, you know, let me get into the details before we before we go ahead and talk about it too. Um, so <laughs> Daniel Slater, Daniel Slater, fifty one of Jupiter, Florida, um, wanted his ex girlfriend killed along with the woman's sister and brother in law, whom he blamed for sabotaging the couple's relationship. Court documents state. Slater believed he had found someone to carry out the job and instructed them to spray paint Black Lives Matter at the scene of the crime, according to investigators. Slater devised the plan as protests erupted across the country last year in the wake of George Floyd's murder. The person Slater was trying to hire, though, turned out to be an undercover FBI agent. Oh, the tables have turned. Now, Slater, who was indicted in June 2020 within days of trying to launch the plot, could serve up to 10 years in prison. He pleaded guilty last week to murder for hire in a deal in which federal prosecutors dropped several other charges against him. Wow. Jeez. Wow. All right. Hot take. Hot take, JC. What you thinking right now? That's crazy, bro. Uh, I don't. Uh, Florida, <laughs> that's exactly Florida. where my head's at right now. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> that's, that's just crazy, bro. I don't, I don't know. No, like what people that's do now. Funny. You're all, you're all, I'm a hot take. You're all, that's crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I, I don't know what to say, honestly. Like, I would have said the same uh, thing, man. It's oh, crazy. Oh, and I don't know. I don't know. fucking wild, bro. What that is more than, yeah, that is fucking Some wild people have such sure, a dude. crazy <laughs> perspective <laughs> like, on what, like the what world. Did he, what did he think the outcome was going to be? Dude, that's, from that. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't know what be he going thought he on. was slick, dude. He definitely thought he was slick. He thought he was a pimp named Slickback. That I don't know what he thought was gonna was gonna be the outcome of that. <laughs> Man, yeah, I don't know what. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah no, some people shit, live dude. in a whole different world. That's crazy. Some people live in a whole yeah, fuck racist, dude. Universe of like reality Closed and off, what ignorant they ignorant perspective. Man, man. Well, on a on a yeah, they definitely live in that that perspective. <laughs> yeah, man. I I don't know. I think that's that's one thing that I like. As like a white person, like I, I try to understand. Like I've never heard of Jupiter, Florida before, though. Yeah, me either. Me either. They live in on Jupiter. That's why it's called Jupiter, Florida. I guess. <laughs> home of the world. They really are living on Mars over there, bro. Motherfucker playing. Yeah, no, I mean, I try to under, like, I know I grew up, like, in, like, a diverse area. So, you know, maybe there's that, that definitely plays a part in it. But, like, I don't understand racism from, like, a baseline point. You know, like, I get it in terms of 
people don't like people that are different than them. But color to me doesn't seem like something that makes people different. You know? Nah, but it, you got to understand it's the perspective of the parents and the perspective of the environment that gets put on you that and that's, makes you like that. That's and that's really the thing is, is, like, that's what I'm know? saying. And that's why like, there's I different levels of I grew of it up too. in a diverse environment where I was talking to a bunch of people in a bunch of different, you know, like my first ever best friend was living in like East Side San Jose. This, this black kid named uh, fucking Kyle, I think was his name. Yeah, Kyle. And, you know, go over to his place every weekend, sleep over and shit, you know, and it was, I didn't think anything of it until I realized that, oh, some people do. And that's kind of a weird, like, that's still something I Well, I clarify, have, what do you mean some people do? Like, just that some people do think something of, like, you know, like, some people care about race. Just that fact alone, you know, like, to that yeah. extent where, like, yeah. oh, like, oh, I wouldn't let my kids sleep over at their house or, oh, I wouldn't hang out with that, whatever the fuck it may be from shit that I have heard from other people. That's like, I just, I don't understand why, you know? I, and I don't know. That's it, definitely a privileged point of view on it, you know? But, yeah. Cause you didn't have to actually like feel it, feel it. Yeah. And that's the thing, but yeah, man, I don't know. All right, on our last segment of um, of this this podcast, this this segment is uh, not normally done at all, but I'm going through some shit right now. So, uh, guess what temperature my fever is at right now, guys? Any guesses? Any guesses? Any guesses? One hundred one. One hundred five. All right, and Milo, Milo, what are you at? One hundred five, dude. No, no, no. Take that back. I'm not dying. I'm still here talking. Come on, come on. Man. You sure? I got it right in front of me. Dude. I got like it right you're in front dying. of me. I definitely feel that way a little bit, but not that much, you know? Like, I'm dying eventually, you feel me? Yeah, I mean, don't we all? Now, what's, what's, your, what's your guess, Milo? What's your guess? Real, real talk, what's your guess? What's your guess? Because 105, I would not be on this podcast right now. 101. You think 101, JC? What about you, I think Milo? 101. Um, I need to go somewhere far enough that it covers another boundary. Uh, 40. We're going closer, to, closest to the number, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously that's fucking impossible, but yeah, no shit. But like, you know, we're going closest to the number. Well, that's what we're doing. Oh, I'm not doing closest. I was just trying to get like a see who could guess. If exactly we're going closest to the number, you still, you know what? Forty is a terrible guess. Um, let me go. I don't know where that yeah, came. That's out definitely of. a very terrible guess. I'm I'm not gonna lie, Milo. I've I've never seen a worse guess on a on a fever. <laughs> hey man, I was trying to I was trying to think out of the box. All right, you know, I thought that maybe you were coming with like a trick question. Yeah, maybe you should stay in the box, Milo. <laughs> I don't think okay. That's a- <laughs> okay, maybe it's not a trick question. You actually have a fever. I get it. All right, all right. No, um, no, no, no. No, I literally just took final, my final answer. The that's why. Final answer. Um, one oh three. Make sure to put in decimals too. Oh, one oh one point eight. One oh three and one one oh one point eight. Okay, and then you said one oh one flat. One. Just one oh one flat. All right, you guys are both wrong. It was a hundred point two. I was closer, Milo. So it's, it's ah, not too bad. Fuck. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. It's okay. You get a cookie and a high five. Oh man, let's get it, then. What do, do we? Any, what a great segment. Any, uh, you know? Sponsors on this podcast? No, no, no sponsors currently. No, but no, at the same time, I think that is a good Not time yet. to to wrap it up. And that being said, you know what we do at the end of every podcast is give you a chance to plug everything that you uh, you're working on, anything you've got 
coming out, anything you just released. Uh, yep. Well, shout out I, all your yeah, social media. Make sure medias. to include things that you just released too. Yeah. Make sure I'm make sure it. to include things that you just released so that people could literally just literally look up your name and click on it and take a listen to it. Got you. So I'm about to release my first project. Um, the the release date still unknown. Uh, the project is called Blurry Nights, and then you can find me on Instagram, the Real Don JC. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna do that yeah, right man. Now. I'm excited. Is it so? Yep. Yeah, man. Fucking appreciate you for pulling up one. I hope everybody has a great week. And uh, job for real, bro. Y'all doing great for real. Hell yeah, man. Giving voices to you know to everyone that deserves one, you know. Hey, appreciate that, bro. That's what we really trying to do. You know, um, giving voices to the talented artists and producers that are here, you know, that don't really have a platform. You guys have that platform. You guys give us that platform to say what we need to say. Hell yeah, man. I, I like that. I like that a lot. It feels good to, to be giving people that, that opportunity. Oh, Diego was quick. What happened? Yeah, no, I just followed him quick. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you went and followed him on Instagram. Hell yeah. That's dope, bro. Yeah, of course, bro. You guys are doing a great course. thing. I just want to let you guys know that. Hey, appreciate that, man. Hey, and, man. Uh, appreciate it for real. Follow the vision. Hell yeah, we gonna we gonna keep some shit yep. up, bro. We definitely gonna hear back from from JC as soon as he drops that album. We gonna get you back on here. Yeah, when I drop that, you get me back on. Yeah, here. yeah, we gonna want to hear we'll, about that. We'll we'll all listen to it and then we'll we'll talk about it. You know, we'll yeah. get some hot takes on it. See what we think. You know, I like that. Let's do it. I can't wait. I wanna I wanna be able to say good things, man. So I I think I you know I got some high expectations now. I got faith in my boy. I know you. I got faith in my boy. He's got it. Yep, I do. I have faith in him, dude. I suck, bro. I know. So I can't. I can't wait. Let's get it. I'm trash, bro. Hey, he says he's trash. That means he's fucking. What everybody says. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, but yeah, I appreciate you, bro, for having me on here. This is actually this is actually my first podcast. Hell yeah! Well, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, bro. And I appreciate everybody for listening and y'all have a great week. We'll catch y'all, uh, catch y'all next Monday. Peace.